Oh my gosh. He has arisen from the dead. Hello, 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 everybody. Hope everyone's doing well. It's Dave Neal out here. <laughs> Can you believe it? This is the SAT podcast. Um, I was, okay, so it's hard to even, where do you begin? It's, this is like when you don't talk to family members for a while and then you're back at Thanksgiving. Like, I'm sorry about those things I said to you on Facebook there, Dad. Um, I ghosted you guys. I expect nobody to be listening to this. I pretty much burnt down my podcast audience after six or seven years of weekly content, sometimes bi-weekly, sometimes tri-weekly, 400 plus however many episodes. I just ghosted you. It, Jeez, it had to have been over a year ago. Couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it anymore. Then I took one week off and I said, all right, next week, we'll just do it every other week. And then I was like, oh boy, does anyone even care? And I'll be quite honest. I got very few messages from people. I think everyone understood what was going on for several months as the podcast sort of dwindled down during the during the pandemic, I was sharing more and more of the successes that I was receiving on the YouTube channel. As you guys know, my YouTube channel took off um, in January of 2021. It, it became a full-time job. And I want to give a shout out to one of our biggest supporters that has ever existed, Christian Campos. Big shout out to our friend Christian, who, you know, understands why I haven't been podcasting, but also said he missed it. You know, sometimes it's nice to have a 45-minute episode. This is probably going to be more like 20 minutes, but who knows. But it's nice to have like a 45-minute episode, an hour episode. You can go for a run or a car ride, and you want to just catch up with an old friend. I get that. I absolutely get that. And because I felt like I couldn't provide anybody really any substantially new or groundbreaking content, I stopped making a podcast. And also, not to use that as an excuse, the money just isn't there. So for seven years, I did my podcast. I think I had one sponsorship pay me 900 bucks. I received, you know, mansca- I, I, I received like a manscaping, uh, you know, ball, ball shaving, uh, you know, trimmers. They didn't pay me. I just got those, you know, very, very few podcasts make money. And usually when you get something around 20,000 subscribers, you can start to see a profit, a CPM, you know, cost per meal. So you'll make, I don't know, 10 to $20 per thousand views and that, but that's if you fulfill the sponsorships. That's, that's if you have sponsorships in every episode. Now, someone like Joe Rogan, he's probably got a six month wait for people that want to sponsor his podcast because he's very popular and in demand. Now me, not exactly popular, not exactly in demand. And again, I'm not, I'm not trying to make this episode to um, to have anybody feel bad for me. It's just my other business took off. YouTube started paying me an extraordinary amount of money. YouTube has helped increase my Patreon. You know, my Patreon, when it was just Bachelor content, had, you know, 19, 20 people, 12 people, which is, I mean, by all means, love them to death, love all of you to death. Um, but I got to do what's right for my family. So YouTube, when that took off, increased my Patreon to 250 plus people. So it went from making an extra couple hundred bucks a month to making an extra $1,400 a month. And then I'm not even allowed to share with you guys how much my YouTube channel makes uh, because uh, because it, it's weird to some people. And it's not like it's a million dollar a year channel, but it's been life changing. I just, I just have to say that it's been life changing. I'll say this last year, on YouTube, I made quadruple the amount that I've ever made in a year. And my expenses are so low. I really don't do much uh, other than comedy and, 
you know, we travel a little bit, but I don't, I haven't, I, my car, I haven't got a new car. If you guys remember, I've had my license plate stolen, my doors kicked in, four batteries t- stolen, handles ripped off, um, had my toolbox stolen. Oh, that was the, that pissed me off them. You know what pissed me off the most is when they stole my skateboard. I bought a skateboard, um, two months before the pandemic started. And I was like, I'm going to learn how to skateboard. I'm 34 or whatever. I'm 37 now, whenever this was. And I was all excited. And I actually did start to learn skateboarding and then it was stolen. I was like, you know what? Someone's going to give this skateboard to their kid and, and their kid's going to be happy that their mom or dad provided for them. So even though it was stolen from me, I bet you the intention's good. It's because people need it. Anyway, so it, it's been life-changing. And I'm sure that's annoying for some people to hear and you might have listened to my podcast for just dating advice or whatever, but that's just kind of what it is. Now, Tasha and I, we really got a lot out of those four, those five plus years where she co-hosted with me. But it was also, um, I think, tempestuous. Tempestuous is that is that how you pronounce that word? Tempestuous. Either way, it was difficult at times because it was work. So there were Sundays where she wanted to relax, but we had a guest coming over for a podcast, so we had to clean the place. You know, all those little stresses that exist. I think it was good for us to communicate and learn different ways of communicating. But what I've learned this last year of not doing the podcast with her is that we don't have to do it. We just don't have to do it. We can live our life. We can do our other things. It doesn't have to be shared. We can share that on social media or YouTube. But will I do a podcast again? That's the question. I would love to. I just, podcasting has to be at a place where it's, so So right now, YouTube is full, full, full time. I've got my screenplay as a back burner that I'm trying to work on. And the Patreon obviously is full time and standups full time. So there's just no room for it. If I were to take an extra three hours a week to make a podcast for free, those would be three hours taking out of a fund that's already paying me to do an unpaid thing. Does that make sense? So I've loved the seven years of learning how to talk into a microphone. I've loved the seven years of learning how to um, you know, really work on my in things that you don't think of vocal technique, you know, learning when to yell and when to not and when not to cut off gas. I know I'm not good at this still, but I think whenever I go on somebody else's podcast, there is a technique and a tool there that is valuable. And I, and I, and I appreciate that. What we're looking to do next. And now hold on while I take a pregnant pause for this sip of coffee. Here's so when we moved to our new place, we lost not our old place. We used our kitchen table as a podcast studio. So we, we'd have to reset everything up three, you know, cameras and not to mention the post-production. It was just wild. We got rid of that table. Our new place, we don't have a kitchen table. Our kitchen kind of blends into our living room. And then we have an outdoor grill set up. But that's not a good thing for podcasting because our neighbors are so close. So, like, you can't get loud and rowdy. So, we, we essentially just don't have the setup to have a sustainable podcast. What I'm looking forward to doing, and maybe you can close your eyes and envision this with me unless you're driving. What I'm looking forward to doing when we upgrade to a new house, wherever that may be, is to have a garage that's a fully functioning uh, creative studio. Now, that garage could also be a barn. It could also be a separate house. It could be an old bar. I was running by a a closed up bar the other day. And I was like, man, I could literally buy this bar just to make YouTube videos out of it. And it would be private. It wouldn't be a functioning bar. I could use it for performance venues. You know, we could do podcasting at the bar right next to the keg. All these things are possible now that YouTube has been successful for me. But with YouTube being successful, 
it is not exactly passive income, but I can go take a vacation and still make money from past videos, but my content is not what we call evergreen. My content is daily updates, entertainment news, things, and you know, this and that. So I know a lot of people that enjoy the structure of the podcast haven't got into my YouTube, and I completely understand that. The thing is, don't be upset with me. Be upset with the system that doesn't do a good job of promoting podcasts, that being the podcast apps. You, you know, when when I joined these charts of these podcast charts, I'd see, oh, Dave, my the SAP is a top 200 podcast. Oh, it's at 199. Oh, it's at 172. So theoretically, you would think the more podcasts you make, you, you could slowly uh, climb the algorithm ranks. But what happens is as podcasting has become such a corporate beast, every stupid, awful, wondery podcast that has 88 advertisements built in, it's just corporate radio. All these corporate radio podcasts started to take over and they would get pushed to number one. And little podcasts like me, for every new viewer I got, there'd be a hundred new viewers listening to another one. So I just was never able to succeed. And you know, there's, there's not much a lot of this might sound bitter, but I'm not. I just I just felt the desire and need to come talk to everyone out here because I feel like I really let down the people that uh, did did support and believe in me. I just hope people understand that for my family and for what I needed to do, I just had to step away. I just didn't do a good job of telling people that. So will I continue to make random updates on this channel? Maybe. What I'm going to do is probably move the RSS feed, which is essentially like my website, away from Libsyn. Libsyn, I, I paid $20 a month. So for the last year, I paid $20 a month for this podcast to not release an episode. And I say last year, but it could have very well been the last 18 months. I don't even know when the last one was. I guess I could look it up. Here, I'm going to look it up right now. You guys, it's, maybe it's easier for you guys to see, but I'm going to look it up on my computer right here. Um, it's... Yeah, like I said, it's been something that's slowly been eating away at me, and I don't even go to my Libsyn, I don't even go to my homepage where I see the stats anymore because I know how depressing it is. But what happened, even as hard as it was to find success in podcasting, and again, most podcasts last seven episodes, so we absolutely crushed that. But as hard as it is to find success in podcasting, the first year of the pandemic, nobody was driving to work. So all of those extra views that I was getting from just commuters, and by the way, I was a so so I've only gotten two thousand views in the last three months. Just so you guys know, I get about four thousand views per hour on YouTube, and the most views I've ever had per hour on YouTube was sixty-seven thousand views. Um, that's just never happened with the podcast has never gone viral in that sense because there is no means for it to go viral organically. So yeah, it's just it's really just been a bummer that it, so my last podcast update was I. Okay, finding your creative blueprints. I made October 8th, 2021. Oh, okay, so that's actually not that long ago. So why does it feel like that was a lot longer ago? So that was October 8th, 2021, and now it's June something, 2022. So um, so it's only been about a year, just under a year. Okay, under a year. I thought it, I thought it was a lot longer since I last, gave my last update, but I, I, just, I just started to see you know, how hard, how hard it was to juggle it all. And now what I've done is I've created a new YouTube channel that is non-bachelor content, and that's just entertainment news. So I understand that people don't necessarily like entertainment or, or come to my channel for entertainment news, but that's kind of the niche I found myself in with success on YouTube. I would love to have a YouTube show. I'm sorry, I would love to have a podcast 
that is just me maybe even doing a Q&A, giving advice, all that stuff. Uh, one man show. I would love to bring that back. It would just have to be something that maybe I have a producer or I don't know. It'll ha it'll have to be something that that is some sort of cash making opportunity because like you guys know, like I said, I've already got stand up, you know, I do essentially you don't make any money doing. So it's already it's already been a lot. So I'm investing all my time, bandwidth and energy into promoting the YouTube. But yeah, like I said, if the YouTube can get to a place and it's well on its way where I'm making really good money and I can hire and I have the space to and I can hire somebody to do podcast episodes and somebody can take care of all of the post-production and I just show up and do me. Absolutely. I did a bachelor uh, podcast. I did, um, I won't say whose name it was, but it was a villain from a recent season of the bachelor. And I did her podcast and their producers loved me so much. They were like, we want to get you on our channel to do a podcast. And I was like, listen, honey, you ain't going to afford me. I didn't tell her that, but I was like, there's no way that I'm, there's no way that what another company would pay me would be worth what I would have to do it for. Uh, because I've always preached the term, uh, don't rent out your time, right? The idea that you need to build equity in your own projects. And I wouldn't give somebody my precious time to make a simple paycheck unless, and again, no one would ever offer me this, but if someone was like, Dave, Show up, show up once a week to this location for two hours and we'll pay you $150,000 a year. Now, nobody would offer me that. I'm not famous. I've got, but that, that's, that would be the case when I would do it. I would do it if it far exceeded the time, I, the time and energy I, I'm spending doing other things. So, and again, no one's offered me that. I, I know, not, not to say I'm like discounting my value, but you know, I don't have this huge following that, um, that would build that kind of audience. But like I said, if we get to a place and when we get to a place where maybe I've got 250,000 YouTube subscribers, people that are subscribing to me and kind of loyal to what I'm making, then maybe I'll throttle back my other content because it'll be performing at a higher level, which means it'll be making more money for less work. And then I would consider having a dedicated podcast um, where I go into a studio and I get my, get my work done. I don't know if that means interviewing guests or doing solo stuff. I actually really enjoy solo conversations. I think it's I think it's a very unique way to build a really good relationship with you, the person who's got me in your ear. But at the same time, there's a dance and a joy with a long-form interview that I really love. It just doesn't fit into my current business model. So that's what I'm working on, folks. That's where I'm at. I want everyone to know life's been good. We, we're getting married this fall. You know, for the rare person that isn't on my so, on social media, but you listen to the podcast app, here's what I would ask for you. If you do want to follow my journey, make sure you either sign up for my email list or, or follow me on Instagram or YouTube or TikTok or Twitter. D-Neals, D-N-E-A-L-Z. I've been meaning to make this video not to give giant updates, but just to tell people, hey, look, I've been gone. You might not have noticed. I think you have. Um, I thought it was much longer. I really did. I thought it was like a year and a half since my last episode because I just am not making this content anymore. Um, I've deleted a bunch of my old episodes, uh, essentially for fear that someone's going to try to cancel me, <laughs> to be quite honest. Not that I feel like I've done anything or said anything that's um, cancel a bull, but 
we just live in a world where the more audience you build and the more like quote unquote fans you build, the more some people want to tear you down. So I don't want to be judged for conversations I had five, six, seven years ago. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? So it sucks that that's where the world is. I would much prefer if we didn't judge people for their past, but just where they are today. I think I've learned a lot about, um, I think I've learned a lot about, um, the power of my words and being careful on what I say and make sure I'm, I'm, I'm raising up pe certain people and not punching down on others and all that jazz. And I, th I think I can still have humor and be funny and all that. Um, but I did want to give a shout out. Like I mentioned to Christian earlier, he got us this gift certificate last Christmas and, or was it two Christmases ago? It was a while ago and it was for a lot of money and it was for a Michelin star restaurant. To be quite honest, a restaurant I would never ever go to. You know, the type where you have to buy like six different hors d'oeuvres and they're all 80 bucks. So we used this gift certificate and it was amazing. I'm talking like when, when, when you talk about like what makes a, a, a restaurant Michelin star, I don't know much about cooking, but whatever this restaurant did, it looked like they earned it to me. It was unbelievable. And we had this $250 gift card. I'm not kidding. The bill came out to $249 and like 60 cents. So we, we got the perfect amount of food. Obviously we threw in a nice, a nice healthy tip on that. Um, because the waiter was great, but I just want to say that it, it doesn't go unnoticed. The people that have reached out to us, uh, with gifts, with words of affirmation, with, you know, quote unquote, love letters, telling us positive things about your life. Those that have messaged us that they listen while they're in chemo in Australia. I mean, we, our podcast has been around for so long. We've been a part of a lot of people's lives. And the only, like I've said, like I'll continue to say the community that I've built on YouTube, while different than the podcasting community has been something that has been way more, um, sustainable because YouTube promotes the content and I'm, I get like something like 10 million impressions a month, which means YouTube will show my podcast, my, my channel to 10 million people, 10% of those click and I get one to 3 million views a month. And the Dave Neal show, which is the non-bachelor show, the Dave Neal show, we've been covering the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case. And I'm just trying to keep that same level of compassion, grace, and humor in covering these topics where we discuss them, not necessarily from a centrist point of view. I know that's what we call it, centrist, but we'll look at different angles and podcasting so great because we don't have to jump to conclusions. We don't have to have a three-minute sort of like panel battle about who's right. We can really dive into things and have difficult conversations. I want to bring that back. I don't think I will. I think if I do a new rebranded podcast, it will be on a separate RSS link. Um, and I think I'll just start clean and fresh and see if the algorithm is more favorable to me when I do that. Um, but my audience is pretty much widespread. Some of them are some of them just watch me for bachelor nation news updates. Some people are more loyal regardless of what I do. They want to be a part of the content and I'm just going to have to figure out um, what dance I want to keep that going. I will not start a new podcast unless I can really commit to it. It's not going to be something I start and stop. It's going to be super professional. I'm going to invest probably ten to $15,000 into it with new cameras and a producer, and we're going to really hit the ground running hard if and when I do that. So we've been looking at you know, new homes to buy, you know, to, to move into. And due to the success of my YouTube channel, um, and again, not an expert. So if anyone is <laughs> help me out here due to the success of my YouTube channel, it's going to vastly increase the amount of money we would get for a mortgage. Um, but you know, you, you, uh, mortgage lenders require a two year 
proof of income. And 2021 is when my income went from basically unemployed pandemic, you know, life, virtually nothing, to a to an income that should very well buy us a modest home. Obviously, it's Los Angeles, so a modest home doesn't sell for under a million bucks. So that's still a hard thing to do here. But point being, 2022 is my second year of making a pretty good income. So my guess is I won't be able to really qualify for a decent mortgage until the end of the year. Where that takes us with inflation, where that takes us with the housing market, we'll have to see. We've been looking at homes in the $1.2 million range, which by the way, again, I have no idea what I might only be approved for like 500,000. Who knows? Who knows? But we've been looking at these homes just to envision what's out there, just to self-actualize and say, oh my gosh, wouldn't this be great to have our own place with our own garage and I can have my own studio set up, which is going to give me more time and versatility to keep creating uh, abundance, breeds abundance. All these things I've always believed and preached in are finally coming true. I, for years, my blind faith in self-actualizing came true on little levels. Oh, we got it. Oh, this came true or someone donated a coffee. And now it's coming true on a level that is way bigger than myself. I feel like I have a lot of, I feel like a giant pressure to catch up to 15 years of barely breaking even, you know, 15 years of being an adult where I'm barely breaking even where one little accident or one little sniffle was really ready to end me. And literally every single time I had a, a major car problem when my Sebring died, all right, and then I went 5000 in debt. When I got into a car accident, I didn't get paid on that for three years. So I, I had to spy to like work so hard to do all these other gigs. I mean, I'm talking, you know, dangerous stuff, fall, you know, almost falling asleep at the wheel just to make in my time for Uber, like things that I am not necessarily proud of. I'm not proud of that hustle culture, but I was just trying to survive. And with all that said, I'm trying to survive and also get funny. Let me tell you something. Here's what I learned. When when I'm hungry and I'm and I'm trying to like feed my family and I'm trying to provide for my girlfriend at the time and now my fiance, when all those things are at their homeostasis level, when I'm just trying to survive, my creativity is shit. We we sort of um romanticize like, "All right, yeah, comics living out of their car." Doing, no, 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 no. Not in my world. Creativity is like a dessert, and if I'm not eating my main dish, I can't even smell that dessert because all I'm doing is trying to survive. So this last couple of years of the success that I've had on the YouTube channel, it's been a blessing and a curse. The blessing is obviously financial stability that I've never had in my life and not having to do any work that's anything but creative. So no needing the extra 30 hours a week Uber, extra 30 hours a week my other side job, not needing any of that stuff has been so amazing to me because I'm able to focus on building my own content, which is all I ever dreamed of. Now, I have to try to find a way to make 2022 better than 2021. 2021 was good, but I need, I want to make, you know, I want to keep improving to a point where I can buy a home and not worry about the mortgage and just know we're covered. So we're just not there yet. We're not quite there where Tasha can get pregnant. And if she, and if she did today, we would be okay. We would be, we would figure it out, but we, we don't comfortably feel like we're there. So it's just about continuing to push forward and keep growing and expanding on this sort of wave that YouTube has provided me. And by providing me this new audience and this new sort of connection to this new world, it's helping me grow almost exponentially 
which is hard to see in the day to day because some months are better than others. But I've had videos that I go, oh my gosh, we a million, like imagine what a million people are. And imagine, you know, we don't have that size, you know, my different YouTube channels, one's 55,000, one's 25,000, but collectively it, they're outperforming channels with millions of viewers. So very grateful, um, but also feel very relieved to have just spoken to you guys. I probably can find a way to do this way more often. And whoever decides to listen to this app will probably just be getting life updates from me. I think that might be the best way to do it. Um, I still have the Patreon. To be honest, I do the Patreon like at least one hour. I probably do the Patreon eight hours a week, maybe 10 hours a week. So if you aren't a member of the Patreon and you just want, and I do mainly live streams, it's mainly me. Now that I got this uh, beefed up new laptop that's super fast, I can live stream while I create content. So it's like, a, it's like a, I call it work with Dave. So people get to work with me and just listen to me talk and shop. And also, you know, so if you're, if you have a, the type of job, and it's, it's not good for everyone, but if you have the type of job where you're at your computer a lot, let me tell you something. If, if you're interested, I'll give you some of the live streams for free just to see if you like the vibe and then you can decide to join or not. It's not about money for me. It's just, you know, it's, it's just an, it's an extra place to create content. God forbid something happened to YouTube. I'd have this other community kind of, um, that still is functioning. So anyway, I'm not forgetting about you guys. This probably won't be my last episode on the SAP. I appreciate those that have stuck around. I'm very curious to see how many people will actually listen to this. I know, uh, the fact that I've been gone for so many months means you're probably not going to get a notification. You might just stumble on it. All I'll say is this. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter, TikTok. It's all the same. D-Neals, D-N-E-A-L-Z. Or my um, newsletter for show stand-up show updates and all that other jazz. Also, Dave Neal and The Dave Neal Show are my YouTube channels. I've also got a new YouTube stand-up channel where I'm going to post just stand-up clips, which is, I think it's called Dave Neal Stand-Up Comedy. And also the Dave Neal Vlog Channel. So, lots of investing into YouTube, but look, YouTube's the only, I don't call it social media because it really isn't social media, but it's the only platform that has a revenue share. If YouTube makes money, I make money. It's a 50-50 split. So I make um, a lot of videos, YouTube benefits from that and vice versa. The podcasting app is great, but it's all outside sponsorship sales. So I don't have to worry about if a boss is going to pay me. Every month on the 21st of the month, I get a direct deposit from Google for whatever I made the previous month. It allows me to focus more on creating content, which I think is better for the user. And um, again, if we get to a size of, a, if we get to a critical size that I feel like is big enough, I'm going to rebrand a new podcast. I want you guys to be around for when that does happen. So point being, don't quit on me yet, folks. More to come. I appreciate everyone. Um, that is stuck around on the other uh, content that I have. And I totally understand those that, you know, that didn't fit into what you do. I did get messages from people that were like sort of disappointed or like, I loved your channel, but I was here for the relationship stuff and not what you have going on now. And all I can say is I did the podcast for so long that my life has evolved. It started as a single guy's podcast. And now, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll be sharing about the wedding and kids and things like that. So... Anyway, folks, you, you can't possibly understand how appreciative I am for all of your support. A lot of your support over the years has really helped me form a voice that has helped me take off in other ways. So thank you all so, so much. Reach out to me on Instagram if you get this. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll talk to you guys all later. Bye, everybody. Bye.